0: Coming in in the middle, you missed the message. You can go back on our uh, Facebook page here on High Point, or even YouTube, and and look at it. But we've been talking about how that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit of God dwells within our house. Yes. This is our house. We're responsible for our house, yeah. and nobody else is responsible for. What goes on in our house, amen. amen? But we want to thank the Lord for how he's been leading and guiding and helping us in this area. But we're responsible for our house. Yeah. Amen. What comes in,
1: amen. what's inside our house. Yeah.
0: And last week we talked a little bit about the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cleaning out our refrigerator, getting rid of all the old junk. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation, a new creature. Old things pass away. All things become new. I don't go to the places I used to go to. I don't do the things that I used to do. I'm a new person now. That old me has died and buried. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. He's changed me. He's continuing, continuing to change me. And he changes us from the inside out. Amen. Amen. And uh, we talked a little bit about what we feed on, what we feed on grows, and how we need to feed our spirit, and how we feed on the Word of God, and how we need to be hungry for the things of God, how we need to be hungry to come into the house of God and receive from God. And that, that's a little breakdown in just a couple of minutes of the kitchen, if you want the long version, you can go back and, and look at that. But today we're going to be talking about the living room. Now we're moving into the living room of our house, and uh, when you think of the living room, you think of a place where uh, people come in, guests come in, and you entertain, or a place you sit maybe and watch TV, and you're entertained. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that this morning because we all have our own likes and dislikes, but. uh, Let's look over in the Word of God this morning, beginning with 2 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning with verse 16. And what agreement had the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God says, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people.
1: Amen. Amen. He's living in us.
0: He's walking in us, and uh, we are His people. Thank God.
1: Yes. Yeah, he you. says, "Wherefore come out from among them and
0: be ye separate," saith the Lord, "and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and you, and I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters," saith the Lord God Almighty. Amen. That's our foundation. Yeah, we are the temple of the living God. And he dwells inside of us. Amen. Just as a child says, I ask Jesus to come into my heart, that's what it's talking about here, where he lives, his spirit, the spirit of God comes and he lives in our temple. Yes, Amen. We have a spiritual side of us, we're a body, soul, and spirit, and the spirit of God comes and lives in our spirit. And our spirit was dead, had no desire for God or the things of God. But when Jesus comes on the inside of us, it should make a difference. Amen. Old things should pass away and all things should become new. And he calls us out. Big word for that, sanctification. But to break it down, he says, come out from among them. Don't live like the world. Don't look like the world. Don't be like the world but be a separate people, because yes. God's a jealous God, and Amen. He wants us all to Amen. Right. So, that's where we're at this morning. So, we're going to look a little bit deeper about what God wants us to do in our lives. Amen? Amen. We're looking over here in Mark chapter 7, and I'm going to give you some word this morning, so hang with me. We're going to get that word inside of us, feed on it a little. Mark chapter 7, verse 18, he said, he saith unto them, are you so without understanding also? Do you not perceive or understand that whatsoever things come from without enter into the man, it cannot defile him, because it enters in, it entereth not into his heart, but into his belly, so it's not a pork chop that's going to defile. But he was talking spiritually. He says it goes into the belly and goes out into the drop, all meats. So that's not going to defile you what you eat. He's not talking about our body, but he's talking about our spirit man. Verse 20. Then he said, that which cometh out of the man defiles the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, perceive evil thoughts. See, it all starts with a thought. Adulteries, fornications, murders, it all starts with a thought. Let me just pause there. When you have all kind of garbage going on, when you have uh, drag queens. To children during story hour, you're opening up the door to those little children's hearts for the devil to come in. So you wonder how the devil comes in. Well, doors are opened up. When they're starting to put thoughts in little children's minds, well, what would it be like? Put thoughts in teenagers' minds, well, what would it be like? for me as a man to be with another man, or me as a woman to be with another woman. See, it starts with a thought. And they're opening up doors for evil thoughts to come in. See, that's how the devil works. A person doesn't become that way overnight. It starts with a thought, evil thoughts. Adultery doesn't start just overnight, but it begins with a thought, a little bit of flirtation, and then uh, nobody's around, well, let's just go to lunch, and and then you start thinking, well, what would it be like, and before you know it, adultery has come in. Jesus described it this way, he says, if a man looks at a woman with adultery in his heart, see, Jesus plainly says the way to stop sin is don't let it get in your heart. Don't let it get in your heart. So really we're talking about guarding our heart. See a lot of times we look at the outside of the house but God gets personal with us, don't He? He gets down where the rubber meets the road and He starts dealing with things in our heart. Now the heart is wicked is impure. So we need God to deal with all of our heart. We all have a sinful nature. And if it goes unchecked, then we're opening up and we're giving place to the devil. We talked about opening up the doors and letting people come into our house. That's a bad influence. Well, you don't want to do that. You're you're opening up the door to the devil. See. And a lot of times if we're not careful while we're sitting there in our living room and watching TV, we can open up the door to the devil That's right. by what we watch, by what we see. I ain't going to get ahead of myself. Let me just keep going. Verse 22, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit. It all starts with the thought. Yeah. Lasciviousness or loose living, an evil eye, mm. blasphemy, pride, foolishness. Mm. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Yeah. Now I want us to look over. That, may, that they which come in they see the light. The light of the body is the eye. Say the eye. Yeah. What we see. Therefore, when thy eye is single, thy whole body is full of light. But when thy eye is evil, thy whole body is full of darkness. Amen. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If the whole body, therefore, be full of light and have no part of darkness, then the whole shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. You can't have a divided heart. You can't love God and love sin. Amen. You're either going to love one and hate the other. You can't have a divided heart. He says, love the Lord thy God with part of your heart. Is that what it says? No, he says with all your heart, with all your mind. That means God has to have control of your mind and all your strength. I mean, God wants it all. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. What God is wanting is he wants all of our heart. He wants us to love him with all our heart. Not just part of our heart. He just don't want us to love him on Sunday and do our thing the rest of the week. Amen. But he wants us to love him with all of our heart. You he can't have a divided heart. Right. I love God sometime, but I've got one foot over here in his church and then one foot in the world. You know, we're straddling the fence. We've we we've got a divided heart. I love God sometime, but then sometime I wanna go back there in my secret room and knows about do some things that nobody knows about just me and decide God can't see me. I got the door closed. God sees everything.
1: God
0: knows our heart. God knows what you're thinking. God knows if you're saying I wish you'd hurry up, get done, I'm hungry. God sees everything, knows everything. He knows our thoughts. He knows the intent of our heart. Now, if we've got something bad in our heart, we say, God, change my heart. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. Renew a right spirit within me. God, don't let me have anything in my heart that's displeasing to you. Now, I'm breaking it down a little different, but that's, that's really what sanctification is. Letting God deal with areas that are in our heart. But it all starts by what we see and how we see it, our outlook. Now let's go over to 2 Corinthians. I'm fixing to bring it all together. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. Say, through God. God. To the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, And every high thing that exhausts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing into captivity some thoughts. No. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. God wants to change our way of thinking. He wants us to get rid of the stinking thinking and have sanctified thinking. He wants us to think according to His word. And anything contrary to His word We cast it down. Amen. You're talking about theft, didn't it? Earlier, that was one of the things listed. I'll give you an example. You know, if you cheat on your taxes, (laughs) if you you put this down, even though you know it's not true, everybody does it. See? And it's alright. Nobody would know about it and you'd get some extra money back if you just fussed just a a little bit. See, that's death. That's an evil thought coming into your mind. But we cast it down and say, no, I'm not going to cheat. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to do the right thing. Even if it costs me a little bit, I'm going to do the right thing. See, I'm casting down imagination is everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. He's trying to tempt me to cheat or to steal. It don't matter if you steal from the church or if you steal from the government or if you steal from your brother or sister. It's all wrong. But we cast down every thought, the temptation see. When that thought comes in our mind, we have to deal with it, don't we? We all have to battle with thoughts that come into our mind. The devil will try to do everything he can to divide. He'll try to get in a relationship. Husbands and some wives, he'll try to divide them. He'll divide families. He'll, he'll divide brothers and sisters. He'll, yes. he'll get in there any way he can. He'll, he'll try to get in there with jealousy. Mm-hmm. Yep. He'll, he'll throw a little dart, these little fiery darts. Mm-hmm. Well, they gave him a gift, and they didn't give me one. <laughs> Mama gave him. My brother gifted. I think that cost a few dollars more than one they gave me. Amen. See? Division, jealousy. Or he blessed more than I am, and I don't think that's right, and that ain't fair, God. Why? What about me? He'll he'll try to divide any way he can, see? Devil always try to tell you what other people's thinking. He don't know. Some can't read your mind. They, they think they are better than everybody else. How, how does he know what they think? Amen. We don't know what anybody thinks or what anybody's going through.
1: God does. Amen.
0: God's no respecter respect your persons. Isn't that what it says? But everybody don't go through the same things. Everybody don't have the same Problems or same temptations. Right. See, it all happens in our mind. Yeah. We have to cast down imaginations. Everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Yeah. We have to keep the doors closed. Yeah. Give no place right. to the devil
1: Amen.
0: in your life. You're not responsible for anybody here except yourself. You're responsible for your house. You're responsible for every thought that comes through your mind. See, I can't fight the battle for you. I can encourage you. I can teach the word of God, but you've got to fight the own battle. You're the one that's going to cast down the imaginations that come to your mind. God wants to work out and lies. The devil will try to get a foothold or a stronghold in your life. Now look over to Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. He says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water By the word. That's how he cleans up our temple. That's how he sanctifies us. That's how he corrects us. See, when we read the word, we can he starts stepping on our toes. He starts telling us. He starts dealing about different areas in our life. And if he's doing that, don't feel bad. Feel good. That means he loves you, he cares for you. He's trying to help you. He's trying to clean us up. Yes, We're not there yet. I'm not there yet. He's still working on me, the Holy Spirit, the Word of God. Yes. Amen. So sometimes we're sitting there watching TV. And I used to like to watch these Christmas movies around Christmas time. I know some of y'all was talking about that this morning. You enjoy watching some of them old Christmas movies. But Hallmark, they've been backsliding. How many knows you what I'm talking about? Yes. yes. We'll be watching a good Hallmark movie, and all of a sudden, they'll come on there with some gay couples or something Ooh, like that. Man. And I don't know about you, but I just changed the channel. I ain't watching that. I'm not supporting that. Right. See, I'm not going to open up the door right. and give place to the devil. Amen. See, God loves people that are that way. But He doesn't want us to watch it. Right. See? So you got to guard your heart and guard your mind. I can't watch uh, bad movies where they're committing adultery. Living in sin. you got to guard your mind. You don't open up the doors. See, if you, if you sit there and you watch pornography and then you sit there and say, God, with, with my lust problem, well, you opened up the door for it, see? Don't give place to the devil. Because, see, the gateway to our heart is through our eyes and what we see. So we have to guard that, see? Don't allow things to come in. Right? Now, our heart has to be changed. It has to be transformed. He says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And we renew, renew our mind by the Word of God. It washes yes. us. Yes. We read the Word, it washes us. It cleanses us. We come to church, we hear the Word of God, we feel better, we feel clean because we have heard the Word and it washes us on the inside. But when he washes us on the inside, we can't go back out and then take in the garbage from the world.
1: We have to separate ourselves.
0: See, we decide what door we open up. We decide what channel we watch. So you have to guard your heart and guard your mind what you watch. Because that's opening up a door, see, to the enemy give no place to the devil. And you'll have a whole lot less problems. Amen.
1: Because
0: God's doing something. He's washing us with His Word. And it says in verse twenty-seven, why is He doing that? That He might present to Himself a glorious church. Say glorious church. That's what He wants us to be not having a spot or wrinkle or any such thing, yes. but that it might that it should uh, be holy and without blemish. Yes. That's the goal of God for His church. Yes. Not some weak, powerless church, but a church with power, a church with anointing, a church that walks with Him, a church that has gave their whole heart to God. And He's doing a work within us, but we got to do our part we got to guard our heart. God's doing a work in us. He's changing us on the inside. And we see our spiritual desire for God and the things of God growing stronger. But we got to keep all the garbage out. Amen. We can't let garbage come into our home. we got to close the door. Close the door. Let nothing but good things come in. Amen. Turn that thing over to some praise and worship. Turn it over to some anointing and preaching. Turn that thing on and feed your spirit a little bit.
1: It's okay to
0: enjoy uh, some entertainment, some good, clean entertainment. There's nothing wrong with that. I like to watch uh, some college football during football season. I like to watch some good, clean movies and Christmas movies and good endings, happy endings, nothing wrong with that. But he also says this, about in the last days that (coughs) men will become lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Nothing wrong with pleasure, but it's wrong when we love pleasure more than we love God. When we start doing nothing but pleasure, when we quit feeding our spirit. We quit going to church. We quit reading our Bible. We quit praying. We quit quit fellowshipping. We grow cold.
1: It don't take long
0: to grow cold. We ought to always pursuing after God and the things. leave God out of everything. That's where we get in trouble when we love pleasure more than we love God. God wants us to enjoy life. He does. But He still wants us to guard our heart. And if we keep our ear open to the Holy Spirit, He will always keep us close to Him. He'll always be drawing us back to Him do not take long. You just get a little bit away from God. He starts drawing you back. He'll come to you and he'll say, I've been missing you. He didn't, didn't pray much yesterday. You got too busy. He's drawing you back to Him. Somehow. I'm so glad He loves us like that. So patient with us. Yes. We failed him so many times. We get, we've got cold and indifferent, but he's always drawing us back and letting us get some fresh fire and fresh anointing. Fresh move with his spirit, say Amen. guard your heart. He wants to have a strong church, a powerful church, a glorious church, one without spot or wrinkle, not a lukewarm church. But a church that prays, a church that loves Him, a church that goes after Him, a church that guards their heart. Because He's a holy God and He wants a holy people. I still believe in in holiness. And I'm not talking about long hair and no makeup, but I'm talking about a heart that's pure before God. I'm going to close with this scripture here. Psalms 101 and verse 3. And you have to realize this was written by David. Let me just set this up. David was up on the rooftop of his palace. He was a little bit bored and he was just out gazing, looking around. And he looked across there and seen Bathsheba taking a bath. I guess his castle was pretty high up and he could see things that he shouldn't see. But instead of walking away, he kept looking. Then he started thinking. Unpure thoughts. See, it entered in and got in his heart. He he opened up the door for it. And if he got out there and he looked and seen somebody bathing, he was just turned around and walked away, he'd been all right. Sometimes we can't help what we see sometimes. We <laughs> just stayed there engaged and gazed and gazed and kept on gazing. But he's the one that wrote this. Think He learned his lesson the hard way. <laughs> Psalms 101 3 says, I will set no wicked thing before my eyes." I hate the works of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave unto me. It's not going to become a part of me. I'm not going to open up myself to the devil. I'm not going to give him a foothold. I'm not going to let him come in with any thought. I'm not going to entertain it. I'm going to cast down every thought, every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Now, you can't control thoughts that come into your mind. But you can control if they stay there or not. It's not wrong to have an unpure thought. It's wrong to entertain them and just let them camp out there. Cast them down when they come. When the devil comes and tries to you or say something that causes division, don't entertain it, but cast it down. Cast it down. Don't entertain it. Don't let it get a foothold in your life. You'll try to get a foothold. Somebody does you wrong, he'll play that tape over and over in your mind of how they did you wrong, how it wasn't right, how it wasn't fair. He'll try to get a foothold of bitterness in there, won't he? But you know how you cast that down, Lord, I just forgive, huh? I love you too much, Lord, to let that come in between me and you. Yeah. Lord, it was right that I choose to forgive. I'm going on. I'm moving on. I'm putting that behind me. They're not going to live in my mind rent-free. I'm not going to give place to the devil. See? We decide what we do with those thoughts. And if we'll keep those thoughts Cast down! I guarantee you have a whole lot less problems. A yeah. whole lot less problems. Mm-hmm. Fear, doubt, yep. unbelief. God, I'm choosing to believe you. <coughs> the devil said, well, he ain't going to never get a house. He's been looking for a house a long time. God ain't going to give you a house. He ain't going to find You might well just settle on get whatever." <coughs> My God's going to provide. My God shall supply all my needs according to His riches and glory. In God's time, it will happen. God watches over us. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. His ears are open unto our prayers. Amen. We start standing on the Word of God. We keep believing God. We don't back up. We just keep waiting. When you've done all you can to stand, stand Just keep waiting. God's still moving. God's still in control. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. He's not left us, and I'm not leaving him. He's going to see us through. He's going to provide all our needs. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. God's going to always take care of his people. Amen. Of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. God will lead us. God will guide us. Don't worry. Relax. He'll keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on our problems. Is that what it says? No. Whose mind is stayed on Him. He'll keep us in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on Him. See, God is on our side, He's going to help us. He's going to see us through. So how's your living room? Clean. Keep your living room clean. Amen. Amen. Take care of your house. Make this covenant. I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. It shall not cleave unto me. I'm not going to give any place to the devil. I'm going to keep my heart pure. Amen. Stand with me this morning.